Exigente y eficaz. Cursos Vaugan. Llama al 911-335833. English English with Richard Brown. Monday edition of English, English with me, Richard Brown. This is the show where we tear words apart and today's show, of course, is going to be no different. Uh, today we're going to look at uh, a word which uh, primarily functions as an adjective. It's uh, incredibly common. We use it all the time um, using one of its two basic meanings. Today we're going to look at the word hard. as an adjective um it's uh, perhaps main meaning is duro right physically hard we can talk about a a hard guy un tipo duro right you can uh, hit someone with a hard blow un golpe uh, duro fuerte we talk about hard liquor 
as well. Hard liquor, of course, is, uh, I suppose, un, un alcohol fuerte. Right? Whiskey is hard liquor. Vodka, hard liquor. Um, don't know any others. Anyway, <laughs> gin is another hard liquor. <laughs> there we go. Um, so it can mean duro as in, uh, physically hard, like this table. You can hear me. I'm banging the table on which the microphone is placed. It's hard. Yeah, it's made of hard wood. But hard, um, hard can also mean difficult. An exam can be hard. How was the exam? It was really hard. How was your driving test? It was really hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to learn another language. It's not easy. It's hard. It's extremely hard. When someone asks you a difficult question, we often say, ooh, now that's a hard one. Vaya pregunta más difícil. In fact, we use hard to mean difficult even more often than we use the word difficult itself. Yeah? Uh, it's just much, much, it's easier. Of course, it's just one syllable. One syllable um, as opposed to three difficults. But yeah, be careful with difficult because we, of course, emphasize the first syllable, not the second. We don't say difficult, we say difficult. But anyway, uh, difficult is hard to pronounce. Hard is much easier, except for that initial aspirate, H. Yeah, don't forget, just uh, think of how you clean your sunglasses. We don't all wear glasses, but we all use sunglasses at some point. And when your sunglasses are dirty, what do you do? You blow on them. Yeah, you go, ha, ha. that's the aspirate H sound that we find at the beginning of words like hard, right? Hard. Now, the R, like R, the R in hard is there only to lengthen the vowel sound. Hard, right? You don't need to use your tongue. Don't say hard. It's Hard. It's just ard. Ard and then the aspirate H at the beginning. Hard. Yeah. Um, I slept on a really hard mattress last night. What's a hard mattress? And now a mattress is an important word. It's something uh, we don't buy very often, but you do need to buy, I don't know, every eight, nine years. You need to change your mattress, right? Your mattress is what you sleep on. On a bed. It's the colchon, isn't it? So, uh, well, some people like sleeping on hard mattresses. Other people prefer softer mattresses. Talking of softer, there we have, of course, a comparative. The comparative of hard, as it's a short adjective, is harder. Um, Chinese is harder than English. Spanish is Harder than it, well, Spanish is harder than English for me. Maybe, uh, English is harder for you than Spanish. But anyway, for me, Spanish is much harder than English. As things get more and more complicated, more and more difficult, we say they get harder and harder. It's becoming harder and harder for university graduates to find a job. It's becoming harder and harder. It's cada vez más difícil. It's becoming harder and harder 
for school leavers to find a job. A school leaver is someone who ends their education aged 16 or 18. They don't go on to higher education. They don't go to, to college or to university or anything like that. They start work or they, they start looking for work aged 16 or 18. Now, for these 16 to 18 year olds, it's getting, it's becoming harder and harder to find employment. And similarly, for university graduates, it's becoming harder and harder to find employment. Okay, um, so that's basically the two main meanings of hard as an adjective. Uh, what's very interesting about this adjective is uh, there are a whole pile of compound adjectives that start with the adjective hard. Let me give you an example. Uh, uh, let's see. Hard hitting. If something hits you hard, it's hard hitting. What it really means in Spanish is uh, something like contundente. You can talk about a hard hitting message. So it's es un mensaje que te sacuda. Yeah? It's a hard hitting message. You can talk about a hard-hitting ad campaign, advertising campaign, or more commonly, a hard-hitting awareness campaign. You know these uh, awareness, you know what an awareness campaign is? It's just to make you aware of uh, a situation or to make you aware of uh, a series of uh, potential hazards, risks or dangers for example, um, an awareness campaign would be the, uh, what's it called in Spanish? The, uh, the traffic ministry. ¿Cómo se llama? La DTI? Esas campañas de tráfico. Nacho. De. Eso es. DGT. What does it stand for? The. Yes. Dirección General de Tráfico. Muy bien. Thank you, Nacho. Um, we, they, they run hard-hitting awareness campaigns against, <coughs> excuse me, against the uh, dangers of drink driving. They run hard-hitting awareness campaigns against the dangers of traveling in a car without wearing your suitcase, a uh, suitcase, your seatbelt, sorry. <laughs> I'm losing it. Uh, they also run hard-hitting campaigns warning people of the dangers of driving too fast, of speeding. The crime is called speeding, yeah? Uh, if you speed, you are driving above the speed limit. You're driving over the speed limit. So, the DGT, um, um, Dirección General de Tráfico, they run hard-hitting awareness campaigns, and they run them in newspapers, in magazines, on TV, probably on social media, and uh, probably also on these electronic motorway signs as well, where they will warn you of the fact that drink driving, for example, which is when you, when you drive under the influence of alcohol, can potentially kill not only yourself, 
but other people on the road, other road users, we say. So that's an example of uh, an organisation which regularly runs hard-hitting awareness campaigns. Another compound adjective with uh, the word hard is hard-nosed. Now, a hard-nosed person, this is nose with a D at the end because it's an adjective, right? A hard-nosed person. We talk about a hard-nosed businessman, for example. It means uh, he's someone who's quite uncompromising. Es un hombre de negocios, pues duro, right? He's not going to... He's not going to uh, agree easily to any compromises. We can talk about uh, being hard put. Uh, for example, you'd uh, we've just uh, we've just um, well, you know, Natasha Pasqua's coming back, isn't she? She's coming back uh, to Vaughan Radio. Uh, she's one of the best teachers. Not only at Vaughan, but probably in the whole world. She's amazing. Uh, Nasha, uh, Natasha is coming back. Uh, when does her, when does her show start? Um, I think it's three, three thirty. Yeah. Uh, back to basics starting at three thirty every day here at Vaughan Radio. Now, Vaughan Radio here, we would be hard put to find a better teacher. Nos, nos, uh, nos costaría. Encontrar a alguien mejor. Yeah, we would be hard put to find a better person to present that show. We would be hard put to find a better teacher. So if, if you haven't uh, had uh, the pleasure of listening to Natasha teach, I mean, she's done loads of stuff on TV with us, um, on social media too. Her show, I believe, starts today. So at uh, 3.30, check her out here on Vaughan Radio. Yeah, we would be extremely hard put to find anyone better. If you're hard pressed uh, to do something, it means you find something difficult. If you're hard up, oh, I'm a bit hard up this month. If you're hard up, it means you're a bit short of cash. Yeah, you're a bit short of money. You don't have um, much money at all. In, in fact, you've probably got none. Estás casi sin un duro. Como se dice aquí, estoy sin un duro. I'm a bit hard up this month. Another compound adjective, uh, hard earned. Well, if you've worked hard, has trabajado duro, you will uh, hopefully be able to enjoy your hard earned holidays or your hard earned cash. Yeah, it's, it's, me ha costado ganar ese dinero. It's my hard earned money. My hard earned cash. And hard earned holidays would be, uh, one of the rewards you, uh, would hope to benefit from, from your work. Um, if you're talking about eggs, there's another lovely little compound adjective, hard boiled. Now this is, uh, you know, when people, uh, boil eggs and uh, they ask you, do you want it hard boiled? or soft boiled yeah boiled would be uh, hervido right um so hervido duro or hervido mm, suave but re really what it means is uh, uh huevo duro or huevo um como se dice eso um, porche something like that if it's soft boiled it's porche 
If it's hard boiled, it's as un huevo duro. So, of course, you need to leave the egg in the boiling water for two or three minutes longer if you want a hard boiled egg. So, if anyone asks you, how do you want your eggs? You can say, I like them hard boiled or I like them soft boiled. Now, um, if someone is a bit hard edged, it means, I suppose figuratively, uh, it means that they, uh, pues que tienen mucho carácter. Yeah? He's a bit of a hard edged individual. Now, of course, you can talk about an object that's hard edged, which means the edges, el, los bordes, are hard. But normally hard edged is used to refer to a person. Um, if you win a hard fought victory, it means, pues te ha costado. Um, te ha costado conseguir esa victoria. Yeah? Lo, la has conseguido con mucho esfuerzo. It was a hard fought victory. They celebrated their hard fought victory. Um, do we have any other compound nouns I can mention? Um, well, hardcore. Um, which kind of means a bit like, uh, irreductible, um, fanático, yeah? Your hardcore fan base, for example. I mean, these are like the, the Los Frikis, the hardcore fan base of, uh, I don't know, a football team, for example. These are the Los Frikis, los, the, the ones who are really obsessed. They live for their team. They live for football. They're hardcore. Hardcore fans, right? Um, others are more lightweight. They kind of come and go. Yeah, I like football, but it's not the be-all and end-all of everything. So I'm not hardcore, for example. I have loads of friends and colleagues, however, who are hardcore football fans. They love and live for football. We also have a bunch of compound nouns that make use of the word hard. A hard hat is what builders and construction workers wear when they are at a building site. Yeah, if they're, they're putting up a house, a block of flats, for example, or making a car park in a town, they will be wearing hard hats. In fact, I think it's legally expected of them to wear hard hats when they're anywhere close to the building site. Yeah, you know, the sort of typical white or yellow hard hats that, uh, well, engineers, uh, building site workers, construction workers wear. Um, a hard copy. If you have a hard copy of something, it means you have a, a physical copy. Talking of physical things, you know, in the world of uh, computing, you can talk about software and hardware. So, I mean, hardware, for example, would be, <coughs> excuse me, the computer or the screen um, or the uh, or the hard drive. You have another one, uh, for example. Um, software, of course, is the intelligence inside, the artificial intelligence inside computers. So, a computer is, is hardware. A computer program is software, for example. Um, a hard worker. Nacho is a hard worker. Yeah, he's always here at 20 past seven, ready to open up the, the Vaughan radio studios so you can all enjoy listening to Richard Vaughan. So he gets in at half, 
Well, but what time do you get in, Nacho? 7.20? 7.15? Oh, Nacho's in another world. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's a hard worker. So we can also say he's hard working. Yeah? Es muy trabajador. He's a hard working individual. He's a hard working person. There's no verb to hard, but there is an equivalent verb. The verb to harden, which means endurecer when it's transitive or endurecerse when it's intransitive. Um, if you think of an eruption, a volcanic eruption, all that molten liquid lava will eventually, finalmente, that molten lava will eventually harden as it cools. If you melt chocolate, in a saucepan, the chocolate becomes uh, runny, it becomes liquid, uh, but it will eventually harden as it cools. Yeah, snow can harden as it as it uh, turns into ice. Yeah. Um, what else? You can uh, something can harden you. Life hardens us. Experience hardens us. It means it makes us. Uh, uh, become used to uh, something. Nos acostumbra a, a, a algo. Yeah? Life hardens us. Nos hace más resiliente. I think you would say. It makes us more resilient. Yeah, it hardens us. Um, when, when we start out in life, we're all a bit soft. We're all a bit wet behind the ears. But then gradually, we acquire more and more experience and we become hardened. In fact, uh, another compound adjective would be battle-hardened. Yeah, still used. Obviously, in the past, it was used to refer to um, soldiers who had already experienced what battle was like. <coughs> so, in their third or fourth battle, they were already battle-hardened soldiers. Yeah, they were soldiers with real experience. We also have another verb, to go hard, right? <coughs> if something goes hard, it, uh, pues, se endurece. Um, we use this often when we're talking about foodstuffs, like cheese. When cheese goes hard, you don't really fancy eating it. It's gone a bit hard. So I'm going to throw it out. Talking of cheese and hard cheese, hard cheese is also an expression. In fact, it's the first one we're going to look at today. Hard cheese is like, pues, uh, it's like tough. Now, tough, <coughs> excuse me, tough means, um, pues, uh, te aguantas. Uh, I can't really say that. Pues, que te Eso, yeah? Uh, hard cheese. It's not rude. You can say it. Um, it's not a nice thing to say, but it's certainly not offensive. Hard cheese. Well, um, you're late, so you can't come. Hard cheese. Te aguantas. Right? A hard nut. To crack. Now, this is used to refer to a person who is, uh, is difficult to convince, for example. He's a hard nut to crack. In Spanish, I think you would say, es un, como se dice, una nuez dura de roero, algo así. Algo así. Sí. Es una nuez. Vale. Okay. Duro de roer. Eso es. Él es duro de roer. Right? It's a hard, he's a hard nut. To crack. Um, if you drive a hard bargain, it means uh, you are a tough negotiator. 
If you learn the hard way, well, then、uh, you learn through failure,、uh, through disappointment,、um, things haven't been easy for you, so you adapt your strategy, right? Because you failed and failed, but you learn the hard way.、Um, if you don't take my advice, you'll fail, and then you'll learn the hard way. Now, if、uh, something is a hard pill to swallow, hard p- a pill would be una pastilla, no, una pillora.、Uh, if it's a hard pill to swallow, it means it's not very difficult. I'm、uh, never easy, sorry, to to take on board. Right? It's not very easy to accept. It's a hard pill to swallow. You've got to do it. You're going to have to swallow it. You're going to have to accept it. But it's not easy. It's a hard pill to swallow. Now, when when someone plays hard to get, they are. Ooh, excuse me, I have a bit of an allergy. So,、um, if someone's playing hard to get,、uh, they are basically、um, not allowing themselves to be、um, conquered. If we're if we're using it in amorous contexts, yeah, you know, she's playing a bit hard to get. I think she likes him, but she's playing hard to get. She's making it difficult. She's making it more of a challenge for him to uh, to, uh, in inverted commas, conquer her. Right?、Uh, he really wants to go out with her, but she's not. She's not saying yes. So he's he's going to have to go to extra lengths to convince her to woo her. To woo is like uh, to. Uh, To seduce her, to convince her, to make her want, really want, to say yes and go out with him. Right now, she's playing hard to get. Now I've got no voice left. We've got no time left. Natasha, thank you very much. We'll be back very soon for some more English. English. Take care. Ciao. Completo de inmersión en inglés con alojamiento incluido. Tus hijos hablarán inglés durante todo el día mientras participan en talleres, juegos y actividades deportivas y multiaventura. Y todo eso sin clases. Todas las modalidades de campamentos Baugan están diseñados para niños y niñas entre 6 y 15 años, independientemente de la programación o la instalación. En nuestros campamentos de inglés se acostumbran a utilizar el inglés sin miedo y con total confianza, en un entorno rural, acogedor y seguro. La coordinación pedagógica. De Baugan ha 